0: Bertha Charuma on SAFM,
1: and let's get first first things first. Let's do housekeeping first, and welcome to the viewpoint. It's Bertha Charuma in for Songezo. Uh, coming up on the show today, you know that it is a Tuesday. Hashtag Tuesday Takeover. My guest this evening is uh, Bandile. Um, Gibili, poet, author, graphic designer, mentor. And we are going to tap into the abuse of power by the administrators of justice, the new normal for South Africans. Uh, That's what we're going to tap into very quickly before he takes over the airways also he has his guest he will introduce he introduce his guest on the second hour of the show which will be just after 9. I'll be talking to Dr. Criselda Dudumache acting deputy chair of the Sawit Trust, uh, talking about aligning interventions for women's development of the sustainable development goals and just making sure, you know, we talk about our girl children, what are the tools that they need, the skills that they need so that they become leaders, future leaders, future women leaders of, um, you know, our whether it's the world or the country or whichever way you want to put it. But basically, they play a very pivotal role in supporting girl child and giving the right tools. Also coming up on the show, World Teachers Day will be commemorated on the 5th of October under the theme... Teachers, we need for the education we want, we look at South Africa's uh, teachers and of course the shortage is threatening our quality of education. Surprisingly, yesterday when we were having, we were talking about the police and I remember mentioning that there are three faculties that any nation need to nurture that is the justice system the justice system includes the police and everybody else that makes sure safety and security of the country is intact the second bit we spoke what i just like gave it a little bit of a green light was education and without education it's like a nation without foundation just picture a home without a foundation just like how we build sometimes our our, our 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 zozos or our zangs, if there comes, if you have a storm, what happens to that particular structure? Well, I think you can picture that and you can make a decision. And of course, the health department, which happens to be the third uh, faculty where health needs to be nurtured. You and I cannot survive without a functioning health system. But those other subjects we'll we'll talk about them but teachers are going to be in the spotlight this evening and uh, we will be chatting to uh, professor andre vessels to unpack the importance of teachers and why we need to sing uh, like canaries about these unsung heroes but coming back to our subject matter coming back to our guest i would like to welcome bandile in the studio poet author, graphic designer, and uh, mentor, that's Bandile Mgibili. Welcome to The Viewpoint.
2: Uh, good evening, and good evening to the listener.
1: Good to have you in the studio. So today we're talking about, you know, the abuse of power by administrat- administrators of justice, the new normal for South Africans. But I need to just give context and a bit of background. So Bandile is radiant, has an unusual voice, energy, come forth the disturbed rose from you know his hostile environment sought to narrate a different story and inspire change in the midst of his peers and society so in 2004 he began being the change he longed for let's talk about the change you longed for what was this change how did this all begin what inspired you what triggered who you are today
2: uh, I cannot really say there's an exact thing which actually triggered that, but how everything unfolded was um, my brothers invited me to some 21st birthday in uh, uh, somewhere in Shakespeare. So because at home we are creatives, so we created, you know, greeting cards, we created jewelry boxes and everything else. So I created a message which was part of the package that we took to the birthday lady then from there uh, apparently the birthday girl got a lot of nice gifts expensive gifts your beds etc but then there's this other lady called bonga who was a student at a school called stextrot uh, christian school so she invited me and told me that her cousin sister was very pleased by what i wrote about everything she received then there was an estate fort that was happening of poetry then i did not know that I was a poet at the time until that actually happened. So I went to perform at the Estate Fort and I got position A. So that's how the poetry aspect of things started for me.
1: Wow. You chose Family Reunion, Jill Scott. What's behind the song?
2: Uh, the song is a reminder of uh, poetry art sessions that I was creating back in East London, back in the years, a decade ago. So this is one of the songs that I love the most to ensure that we are uniting the creatives, you know, through art and performances. So this was one of the favorite songs I used to play when I see the hype and excitement from the artists.
1: And I like that, you know, you've played a very, very important role creating developmental platforms, uh, which became a home for many, many grassroots artists. Uh, turned into well-known superstars. Zahara, for instance, is just one of many artists, um, you know, one of the recipients. I like the way that I'm throwing names so that people really can really grasp in their heads that I'm speaking to someone um, who is an intellectual of sorts. We were having a conversation of air and you were saying that you are not really a, a, a fundi of sorts. And I said, you are a fundi in the closet <laughs> because you have, a, you have a passion for it.
2: Yeah, not really, but I just believe that it's always important to tap into all these spaces which actually inform and influence our outlook of things. So, and these days we are in the information age. Everything is there. I don't need to be an educator in order for me to understand the principles of being an educator and everything else in between. So, yeah. Mm -hmm.
1: And I'm going to hand over the airways in just a few minutes. And I just wanted to also just talk about the abuse of power by administrators of justice, the new normal for South Africans. What, what made you think of taking this particular route?
2: Uh, actually, what happened is, you know, when you are creating developmental initiatives, because these uh, institutions, they always tell us that they've got funding, they've got this and that. Then, I'm a person who believes in following all the formalities. Then you realize but in reality, it's not really what they say. You know, because you get all these rejections, you get to be sabotaged to what you do by the very people who claim to be empowering and developing. So throughout uh, the process, I got to realize that the best weapon against these people is something written down. So, every time I would go, they know me uh, in the Eastern Cape, East London, these departments. I would go and say, because you said you've got these opportunities financially, this is what I do, these are the products of my platforms that you are celebrating and paying huge amounts of money. So, I need so much money. Then they will send me a very nice, we regret to inform you due to financial constraints and all those things. So, from there, I got to fight a lot of causes using documents to say, they will call me into meetings to say, we cannot find you because of ABCD, So can you please uh, come next year? Then I'm saying like I wrote a letter. I did not I did not invite a meeting. So you must write down why you cannot really support the cause. Then they will actually make up stories to say, no, oh, there was an HOD you are supposed to leave, so we'll see if we cannot work on that ticket to ensure that you leave if I want to go abroad and all those things. So from all those experiences I uh got exposed to people who are going through a lot of traumas and then i will be in the background to actually create content for them of what to say because adversity i did in become in management at Forte, so which actually got to teach me on how to go about certain things and also i used to manage uh, a lot of celebrities in the past and amongst those uh, the one of the first Guys, to manage was a guy called Lucky 480, who is a presenter for your sister radio station. So so the gentleman just approached me and said, "Come, and keep my diary." I'm like, this guy. Then from there, I would have access to his emails, uh, access to his Facebook. Now there's this uh, bundle, this harsh bundle, and then there's this soft Lucky's on the side. You know, so now I have to separate personalities now. You know and then I have to emulate his style of writing. So from there I got to learn how to navigate myself and I got to be exposed to a lot of people who are going through a lot of issues over the past decade. So I'll create content, generate evidence where there's none so that if we choose to take the legal route, we have annexes that are going to attach when we apply for a court order through attendance.
1: Bandile, he will be taking over the airwaves in just a few minutes. Uh, there's Bandile Mgibili, poet, author, graphic designer and mentor. And also he's going to be off lecturing in the Schengen countries. Quite an interesting uh, scenario that we have. But I am looking forward to his interview with his guest that he will be introducing in a few minutes time. Let's take a break. When we get back, Bandile will be your host for a whole good mm, 40 minutes. Yeah, 14 minutes. Let's take a break.
0: I'll take- Tuesday Takeover on The Viewpoint.
2: Uh, good evening, uh, S F M listeners. I am Bandila Makibili, your boy from the mountain suburb of Staxford in the Eastern Cape. So I'll be your Tuesday Takeover guest and I'll be with you from now until 9 p.m. tonight. You can join us on the conversation by dialing 86 2032 You can also send your voice notes to 061-4104-107. Uh, my guest is a gentleman called Mr. Tembani Hastings-Mkai, and we are talking about the abuse of power by the Administrators of Justice. Uh, the question is, um, is, The abuse of power, the new normal for us as South Africans. So that's the question that we'll be having. And he's ready on the line. Um, Good evening, Mr. Mkai.
3: Good evening, uh, Mr. Magibini, and greetings to SAFM listeners and Umama Upeta Karumba.
2: All right. No, thanks for having you, Mr. Mkai. Um, um, I, I, I actually invited you to be part of this conversation, and my interest being the abuse of power by the administrators of justice. So my interest is that, from my understanding, is that your intellectual property rights of your design of the design of the South African democratic flag were violated, and I wanted to know how far is the process regarding that, and also. What's your take regarding the subject at hand?
3: Thank you, Mr. Magibili. <laughs> this is a complete uh, surprise. I didn't expect that uh, the matter could be actually uh, be expressed in this fashion. But uh, I'm not hiding anything. I'll speak the truth and maybe it's going to be over. Uh, so far, Mr. Magibili, we went in and out the courts. And uh, ultimately, the legal representation of uh, the SA flag that was actually uh, carrying the matter against the government. Uh, literally wrote a letter to say, uh, seemingly, it is going up uh, the hill and they cannot move on uh, any further. All right, far- so I'm still stuck
2: all right. Now, as far as the matter of your case is concerned, I'm interested to know that as far as the abuse of um, by the authorities, authorities who are administrating the law, what would you say? You know, in terms of how do you relate in terms of the abuse of power as far as your intellectual property rights have been violated by the powers that be? How do you relate in terms of that? Because, uh, in terms of the conversation, my interest and passion regarding this whole um topic relates to estates that is the probate law mainly where families get their assets and estate diverted in the wrong hands by those who work for these uh, institutions of justice so my question is that how do you relate in terms of the abuse of power by the authorities who are responsible for for administrating
3: justice Uh, I'm going to respond two ways. One, they normally say uh, ignorance of the law is not an excuse. Now, if one looks at the case of uh, the design of the SA flag, when actually uh, I was involved in in that kind of an exercise, things like uh, the legal rights, patenting, and stuff like that uh, were not as uh, known as they are known now. And fortunately, now I work for the department, and that is the, my field of speciality that I am injecting to other artists. But then it was something that was abnormally used by those who had the power. Remember, the state actually was a, a wide regime, a wide regime that did not listen to anyone. And at the time, Ota, Oman Mandela and other leaders were coming to power and uh, the legal representation was not for, for those who were like myself. So at this point in time, I would not say I was standing or having any right or property rights that were reserved uh, for me. So looking at that, one would say uh, I, I, I was at the mercy and currently one would say uh, things uh, have changed for those who just arrived who are educated Around such fields.
2: Okay, I think I uh, will try and repeat the question. And if you could please uh, just limit it, uh, Mr. Mkai. I'm interested to know how do you relate in terms of the abuse of power as far as the, as the infringement of intellectual property of your design of the flag. As I understand it, you all you are also the designer of the. Uh, SATU, Satu logo and many other symbols you know, in the country. So how do you personally relate? I do understand that you are working for this very same department that you are challenging legally. But now this is a platform just dedicated for you to just give your honest opinion and view as a South African citizen, not wearing the cap of being a government official in this instance. So how do you personally relate in terms of the, the abuse of power by the administrators of justice? And I'll also call in uh, the listeners to also come and join the conversation. And the number is 086-000-2032. They can also send voice notes to 064, uh, 061-4104-107. They can join particularly those who have experiences that uh, that form part of this abuse of power by the people who are administrating justice in South Africa. So how do you relate, Mr. Mkai?
3: uh to me, my understanding of your question when you talk of relating is uh, ambiguous. One, uh, I, I don't have any relations with the government in terms of my my, my, my rights. Then secondly, the other relating would mean that uh, I am at, 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 at a space where one was persuading to have the rights recognized, and also seeing to it that what is mine can actually be returned to me so uh, i wouldn't understand the, the 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 relations that you are actually talking about if you can be explicit
2: all right no i think i was uh very uh, how can i put it i think i simplified it but i see that you don't actually get it and then i uh, just want to hear your opinion uh because uh, being a person on my end who's been involved in seeing people's uh, estates being diverted into the wrongful hands by a certain syndicate of individuals within the legal uh, space and the financial institutions, you know, who are abusing power. So I'm not going to pose a question which is directed to you per se. So what would be your take regarding people who are going through that and your advice in that regard? I hope I was able to carry my question across.
3: Yes, I, I, I get it. I I, I would say uh, it, it's important that, especially the creatives, women, they need not take things for granted and think that because you know that it's yourself, it's your work, and it is guaranteed that it is known in your style and stuff like that, uh, so automatically no one can actually steal or take your work and make your work work. Uh, and lie and say they are theirs. We need a representation. Apart from representation, one needs to register each and every piece that one is is producing. Apart from registering it, it's good to have things in duplication. Because these days, it's not like the olden days. Whatever you have now, you can even save your things if you can't uh, bang them. They've got clouds you've got uh, many, many ways that one can say, I have got this original piece of work, this original piece of music, this original piece of sculpture, but I've taken photos and yeah, are witnesses that I was behind this. Not to take it for granted that it is automatic, it is obvious that people know my style and no one can actually remember this. There's a serious desperation Okay. and people are after money and, and many other things.
2: Okay, I hear you Mr. Mkai. So if you've just joined the conversation, this is SAFM. Uh, I'm your host yeah, for the Tuesday Takeover. Uh, my guest is Mr. Hastings Mkai and we're talking about the abuse of power by the administrators of justice, uh, asking that, um, asking that is this the new normal for South Africans? And Mr. Mkhayi is a director. I mean, he's a manager for cultural affairs in uh, the Department of Sports, Arts and Culture in the Eastern Cape Makanda region. So we're talking about him, and uh, and he is. Um, when you look at the history of Mr. Hastings, he he is one of the gentlemen who was part of the free liberation struggle, but he was using art as a medium to actually fight the then apartheid regime. He has created a lot of uh, national symbols that are used, you know, as a, like nationally and internationally. So we're talking about him, and the subject being is uh, the abuse of power by the administration, administrators of justice, the new normal. So if you you've just joined, uh, I'm not sure if the producers are ready to actually open the line for, you know, so so that is Mr. Kai, uh, so that was the conversation that we were having. And you can send your voice notes to 061-4104-107. This is SAFM uh, leading the conversation on the Tuesday takeover with your host, Bandle Makibil, your boy from Stexprate. So, Mr. Mkai, you still there?
3: Yes, Mr. Makibil, I'm still listening.
2: So, given given your contribution in the liberalisation struggle, do you think your contribution have actually paid any fruit uh, Reading from what is actually currently happening after so many years of freedom.
3: Pe- Personally, Mr. Magibili, every time I see symbols being in use, to me, uh, that is what actually one would say. The idea behind was that a message should be sent across. My duty now is to explain why I made things the way I did them. Because, if one is a creative, there are many hidden messages behind what one is doing. And unfortunately for us, in particular, the race, the black race, we never had art schools, we're never exposed to art, but I was very fortunate to be exposed uh, to the Department of Fine Arts at Forte. So the language of art and stuff like that is something that I think needs to be injected to our people to understand and the understanding of images and the stereotypes that were that were given to children that if you join the arts, you are not going to make it in life. If you're an artist, forget it, you won't make it. So it's, it's, it's an opportunity that we are having as current artists and creatives that each one should teach one that. Through this medium, one can actually now unfold or open the eyes of those who are blinded. There were reasons why we never had art schools. And we had all the white schools having art schools from basic levels to metric levels.
2: All right, Mr. Mkai, uh, sorry to disturb. We have one voice note. And people who are sending voice notes, I would appreciate if we could have people who have direct experience of uh, having their Families' uh, assets being diverted by the administrators of the law, you know, because there are families out there that you'll find that when the, a loved one passes on, there will be people who come and claim to to have a stake in the in the late in, in the person's um, person's estate. They have a claim in that, and then there are individuals within the legal system who are part of a syndicate who actually divert those funds and then meaning it they put people into a space where they have double trauma instead of the um instead of them helping people they get people to have double trauma instead of mourning the loss of the loved one they get to 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 struggle as a result so i think those who have such stories can send voice notes and people can also call in uh, for 2032 you can make your calls and actually share your stories, yeah, so we have, yeah, we have, we have one voice note, can you take a listen to the voice note? Thank you.
0: Hey, how's it, Chief? Yeah, you speaking to Bonga right here, so... When it comes to the intellectual property theft in South Africa, it's uh, it's, a, it's quite something that happens often. And there's no light at the end of the tunnel because patent agents, they steal your idea if you go to them. Patent lawyers are like from 25Ks. For their fees, so we have all these ideas, but the country like the system, like it's it's not responsive, you know. Okay, thanks.
2: All right, thank you so much, Bonga. Hey, it's a very traumatic experience to actually experience what artists are going through here in, in, in South Africa. And I think we also have a caller. It's Tulani from Textplay, Eastern Cape. Uh, hello, Tulani.
4: Good evening, Chaka. How are you this evening?
2: I'm blessed, Beyond Kess. No,
4: Bonga. What an important topic you guys have chosen. I just to quickly raise two points without wasting time. Yes. Firstly, when we were liberated, I feel the law was never adjusted in terms of accommodating, uh, you know, all the other minority people in terms of uh, rights and advantages that the Arabs used to have. The law, it is still based on the old regime. I mean, you still have a uh, thing, a criminal procedure, Act of 1932. Uh, you still have interests, in visa, or condemnation. Yet you must go to court before you can apply for a decision of judgment. The first application you need to bring is a condemnation. So, in a nutshell, that had to be transformed. That had to accommodate everyone after democracy. Then, secondly, on the one that you were really touching on, on the late state and everything, matsethuni anengoseka, people that initially still are within the late state and especially in your areas of KZN, Eastern Cape and everything. Are these aunts that I have insurance or are the ones that are tasked to be claiming insurance should your mother pass away, should your father pass away? But they're the administrators of the Lake estate State. And that is why they've got control. So let us not look at it within the cost systems for now. Let us start within the family environment to note that who are the rightful beneficiaries. Just because you're an aunt, you have Umama's ID, you knew Mama, you knew what insurance she was using. But it does not mean you must administer everything without appointing an attorney or without even approaching a court just to get a clerk to assist that is just a contribution I wanted to bring, my
2: brother. All right, thank you so much, Mkaya. I'm, I'm also from Stake's Plate, danger Maitland, Intengersuk, etc. Thanks for your contribution. Uh, the estate parts of things is very close to my heart because I've seen a lot of people who are suffering, particularly where I come from, Stake's where they w- they would create, you know, letters of authorities that are fraud, fraudulent, and having people suffering, struggling under the watch of, you know, those people who are supposed to protect their rights. So do we have any callers? Mm, so apparently there are no calls yet. You are, you are still uh, open. Uh, the time right now is 2042. And I'm expecting calls for people to come through. The number to call, uh, you can use 061-5175-069 uh, and join the conversation. This is SAFM. Yeah. So we're going to quickly go and pay the bills by taking a break. Uh, this is SAFM, leading the conversation. Uh, I'm your host, uh, Bandil Makkibili, your guy from Staxpray, Dangerous Walk. I'm your host on the Tuesday takeover, and my guest on the line is Mr. Mkai. And before I release Mr. Mkai, as, uh, there are people, I think, who want to talk uh, with me off air. So I think I will leave my contacts uh, before we close the show. The time is 20.43 and you are with your host, Bandile Info, who's his And, yeah. So we just had a caller from Stexprate, Mr. Tulani. Um, and right about now, the question, the question that we have is that, is the abuse of power by the administrators of the law the new normal for South Africa? Because these people don't seem to have, or they don't seem to account anywhere. Because I think the biggest problem that we have is that uh, I think we also have a caller, uh, which is Zed from Cape Town. I'm not sure if we are ready to put them on. Zed? I am
5: on. I'm, I think I'm on air. Good evening.
2: Well, good evening, Zed. You're welcome.
5: You, good evening to the SAFM listeners. Yes. I hear the part that you're talking about, and even the previous caller, Mkhaya Lowak, has just been talking about the aunties that would have. The question I've got, challenge that I'm facing with, a father, a great-grandfather, must put it like that, the grandfather passes away, but the son who was the last born in that property, with the property, was not married and had been staying in that property. Now he's married in community of property, has got his own house, but died before any other thing was done by the family if you know our african way of doing things mama wants to sell now the property that is the new wife hmm. wants to sell the property saying that she is married in community of property yet the property is not his or her. it's not it was never theirs the but because then who left the thing in the name of his last born because that's what the is bond that we're asking, just put this thing in the title deed, not a title deed, whatever they were calling those uh, 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 the papers of, of 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 the rent offices. Now we're struggling with the lady in charge wanting to sell the property, saying it is her property. In hundred percent, no one else could tell her what. How do we deal with something like that in this topic you're talking about, gentlemen?
2: Okay, thanks. I think we'll have to have a conversation probably off air regarding this matter, you know, to speak about these things. And where I was going to also get into before we close this inter- this interview or the show was that it's important for people to actually have wills. At least it's better when there's a will in place because our our indigenous and traditional methods of doing things, they don't seem to carry weight compared to the Eurocentric approach when it comes to law, because if you look at customary law, as you are saying, when, uh, I don't know if it's, it has been revised or what, when it comes to customary law, the firstborn son or any son, if there's only one son, inherit the the property of the deceased father. So uh, I, I have a, another caller here. So I'll leave my contact. So stay, on, stay uh, tuned. Then maybe we can have a conversation probably tomorrow if that is fine with you. Are you still there, I'm
5: hear you. Yeah, so uh, you. That,
2: that, that's what I'm proposing. And then we can have the conversation from there. And then I okay. will also have a caller from Deben, Kolani. Uh, thanks, Mr. Z. Kolani, are you, are you on? Yes, how are you? No, I'm good. And how are you? No, I'm, I'm, I'm super good. Cool. I'm super good. Yes. Uh, put fairly, okay. You
6: see, my meta campaign is great it is when it comes to the intellectual property. I do understand the, the part that the previous caller was talking about, the property, but the intellectual property. What I've, what I've discovered over the years, um, by profession in this I work as an anti fraud and graphene investigator. Right. So what I've discovered over the years is that many of us black people in, in, in particular, we don't register our patent. Yes. And when someone steals our ideas, we always cry, f- we always cry foul. And when matters go to court, uh, you find that a person that stole your idea is a patent local than an owner. Mm-hmm. So, meaning, the other thing is that we don't tremendously register our intellectual property. For uh, example... Uh,
2: Okay, sorry to disturb you. Uh, Have you heard Bonga initially when he said when you want to patent, it costs around 25,000? And majority of people who have ideas, we seldom have those amounts of monies. And also, if you look at the legal space, it only favors the rich because they don't have money, they don't have access to justice. But you you can continue.
6: That's what I was trying to head to. But at times, you find that a way of uh, uh, getting to a certain uh, local destination. Uh, it's so costly in such a way that you want to get to a certain space, but you can't get there because you need yeah. money to get there. So that's, a, that's another leg. Right. That's why I, I wanted to, to in, in summary, I wanted to say, all in all, we need to change laws first. There was a gentleman who spoke about the fact that when we entered into this government of the day, nothing that we didn't change. Hmm. That is 100% correct. Because, I me mean, as an investigator I will go and find a person who would say, no, Minapoti, I did not have money to register this. Then I will say, bro, you know what? We are in trouble because I do understand. I can see, okay, this is your idea. But in papers, is this your idea? The answer is no. Why is not your idea in paper? I did not have money to register my idea. So we're now being faced with a situation whereby I have an idea, but I don't have money to put in paper that this is my idea. For so, example, so Mr. <laughs>
2: Kolani, uh, sorry to disturb. I wanted to yes. to know that I uh, will also very soon go to an ad break. So I wanted to find out what would you be, what would be your advice in this regard regarding this matter, you know, of intellectual property infringement, uh, considering the aspect that we just touched on, you know, which is one, the lack of finances to actually patent these ideas. Yes. my brother, all, all I can say is
6: that uh, we need to change laws. To be quite honest. The only way to change laws is that the electorate, when we go into uh, to the election, they should prior voice out their frustration and tell the uh, tell the people that whom they want to see in power that these are the things, amongst others, that we want to be changed. Because, fully speaking, my brother, without having to change the laws, we are doomed. Because, if, lastly, lastly, my brother, before you go to the outbreak, for example, we know for fact that in Johannesburg there's a street that is called Small Street. That's where most of our brothers' patents are being sold. fakely so. For example, we used to have a, a brand by the name of Amakip Cape. Mm-hmm. before even they had to look and register their local and their patent. Mm-hmm. But you, by the by the time you would find local and their brand on that particular street. But all in all, we just need to change the law, make their laws to be easily, safely accessible to uh, all citizens and also make this so local and frustrating process
2: to be a little bit less frustrating. I think I, I did get, I do get your point, uh, Mr. Kolani, from Deben. Uh, very soon we're going to an ad break. Then also have a caller on the line, Semi, uh, from Dobbinsville, Soweto. So after the ad break, we'll take them on. Tuesday Takeover on The Viewpoint. Uh, if you've just joined, I'm uh, your Tuesday Takeover guest. I'm with you until 9 p.m. Uh, you can join the conversation on 086-000-2032. Uh, you can also send your voice notes to 061-4104-107. Uh, my guest is Mr. Hastings Mkaye and I also have two callers on the line. I just wanted to have a short one uh, before we release Mr. Mkaye. Then at 9 we're going to news. So now, Semi uh, Dobsonville, Soweto, uh, let's keep good. it short. Good evening. Good,
6: good evening, Brandy. uh With regards to patents, I hear people saying that you need money to register a patent. It's not exactly true. Right. There are two stages here. First of all, you develop an idea, like whether it's an invention or anything, you come up with... Okay, you, you came up with an invention. Say so yes. you invent an electric window frame. Yes. First of all, you go to CIPC. You get a provisional patent. It lasts for 12 months.
0: Hmm.
6: For that one, you're going to pay less than a thousand rents. Right? Hmm. And then, after you've got the provisional patent, it lasts for 12 months, then you develop a prototype. That's why you're going to need a lawyer.
2: All right. Okay, apologies for disturbing you, Mr. Semi. Uh, Another thing that we also need to look at is that some of these, uh, a lot of people don't have access to these facilities because they've got the ideas but don't have access to these facilities, even if it's not the 25,000 that the other gentleman actually alluded to. So, and uh, okay, the time is 20.54 and then uh, at nine, we're having news with Dineo Mutaung. And uh you can just continue and just keep it brief, and then you we'll go to our next caller, uh Mavui from Parktown North. uh can you just
6: uh that's, that's what I was trying to explain to you yes yeah. after you got a provisional patent, you do a prototype, but even if you don't have money to prototype, you can go to innovation Hub. They'll help you with anything, and then you're gonna need one hundred and ninety thousand for a full international patent. Innovation Hub will help me with anything. I'm talking about this because I'm in, I'm in the process myself of patenting my invention. Right oh. now I've got a 12-month patent, so I'm in process with Innovation Hub to do my patent so that it can be international.
2: All right, no, thank you so much for your contribution, uh, Mr. Semi, uh, from Dobbinsville Soweto. The time is 10 to 9 and then can we please get Mama Vui Parktown North and hear your views?
7: Yeah yes, thank you, thank you for taking my call and quite an interesting subject. I I I personally think that you know um, as Africans, when it comes to intellectual property and the, the abuse of uh, admin uh, in, in, in institutions or of where we are supposed to be protected, it, it's a long way to go. As long as Western law is still uh, the, you know, on the paramount, mm-hmm. but because I myself have been a victim of uh, this intellectual property twice uh, with the book uh, publishers, and uh, I've done a project that I've researched uh, in the entire continent while well, it's was growing up in exile. Even when I came back, up to now, uh, you get that uh the, the, the officials, uh, the Department of Arts and Culture, you know, I think they are in shackles or there is a condition that uh, certain uh, things cannot be, uh, be be supported. So they try by all means to play the game with you, come and do this and do that and do that, but it doesn't materialize. So unless we as Africans think, um, we had a law, we had rules, you know, that were stolen in Egypt by the Europeans, and they went and amended those, those laws and came back and said it comes from the Bible. So we need to actually to sit down, and, 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 and you know, some of us had the opportunity of presenting in Egypt, and go back to who we are. We cannot say we are free when we are, we are conditioned by a certain law. That doesn't favor us. Intellectual property is one, is one area where we are struggling. Is African, and we will struggle, and our children will
2: struggle. Mm. Alright, right, thank you, Mama Vui, for your for your contributions, and we are three minutes away from the news. And thank you for your contribution. And I will quickly go to Mr. mkai Is Mr. mkai still on the line?
3: Yes, mr mkai I'm still here.
2: Uh, could you would you please just share your last words of wisdom regarding the abuse of uh, power by the administrators of justice? Uh, just a quick one before we go to the news. Uh, Dineo Mutawong is on standby uh, for 9 p.m. So can you please have a shot?
3: Thank you, Mr. Makkibili. Uh, there, there, there are people who called here. Seemingly, we have got quite a number of people who are enlightened, who can actually assist those who are not in the light, because the fears that are there, and the amounts that people cannot pay when it comes to uh, protecting their rights and securing their works, there are certain shortcuts that could be taken. One would advise that uh, maybe after the show, such people who could, should actually leave their numbers and assist many South Africans who actually, like lo who just talked here, to be assisted. And we have got many artists on the ground, uh, not only on visual arts, also in music and other areas, who are still victims. Of, of plagiarism and also having their works taken by other people, and the system is still very powerful. Um, and without pointing fingers at each other, let's actually get informed around this area. Workshops are taking place, and that's the area where I think it can make a breakthrough, so that we don't okay. repeat. The ills of All the right. past. All
2: Thank right. you, 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 you. Thank you so much, Mr. Mkai, for your time. And for those who wanted to interact with me, Bandil Makibili, your Tuesday takeover guest, uh, I can be contacted on zero seven eight one six seven zero seven one nine zero seven eight one six seven zero seven one nine You can drop a message on WhatsApp, then we can have the conversation.